Good Morning from the Castle uh, fucking Blackmore Greyhawk. Shit, I didn't know where I was going with that. I'm Marsha the Magic User. I'm here with Logar the Barbarian. <laughs> Hello, I am Logar the Barbarian. And Light the Thief. Hey, how's it going? I'm currently in the dungeon of this castle because I was caught stealing some of Marsha's uh, magic supplies. Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> oh, no. We're stealing. Are we stealing? Because I only make... Stealing. <laughs> We're a bad cod podcast. We encourage stealing. I was re- re- reacquiring, reappropriating. Or re- re- <laughs> appropriating. Expropriating. But, you know, I happened to fail a couple of my dice rolls during my sneak check, so she... She caught me pilfering her stores. <laughs> you just hide the dice roll and say you rolled the 20. I could. That's I true. should do that. So, Marsha, I'm going to I'm gonna re-row here, and uh, I got a 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I, I, I made my row. <laughs> oh, we have. I've had some people at tables do some very interesting things with rolling dice. Um, like, like, like one feller would keep his dice really close into his body and sit there. And it's like, are you sitting there rolling over and over waiting to use a roll or something, buddy? <laughs> So wait, this is at the table. You had, you had a player that was just rolling yeah. 20. I think he would quietly over. like like hoping that nobody was paying. He's like, oh, I'm going to attack. I just rolled it. Yeah, and it would come in at like, I think that we're uh, kind of feeling out to see what the success story would be. And I definitely know I had someone who played with some uh, dice that were highly questionable or were very difficult to read. And maybe some of the answers came back. Like, well, are you are you lying about your dice rolls, buddy? <laughs> so you know, at the, at the table that the, uh, both Logar and I have played at, at different houses. You know, for example, everything is pretty much out in the open for the players. You know, we have either dice trays or you know, I have a poker table that's you know has an edge and border on it, so you can keep the dice on the table. Oh, that's fun. So you know, we've been using those to make sure that. The, the roles are pretty public, you know, we, we don't hide our roles as players, but as a game master, I guess my question is, do you hide your roles or do you show your roles as a game master? It depends. It depends. Sometimes I want to reserve the right to fudge my roles as DM. <laughs> Depending on the situation. <laughs> I, I could just because I'm trying to keep you alive at times. And like, no, this is not True. the appropriate time to die. I'm going to say this was a fail or a success here or there. Or sometimes I'll just roll for the sake of roll. And the roll means absolutely nothing of whatever I roll. I'm going to give the same answer no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, all you do is get, get the dice cup, start shaking a couple of times, and you know, make sure that you hear, you hear the sign of dice, dice rolling. Like, oh, it passed. <laughs> yes, I mean, I have definitely done it more as a sign up, like a, a mind thing. Like, oh, let's see what the rolls say, and kind of acting out a roll and already knowing what's coming. <laughs> it's practical. Yeah, it's part of playing the game and getting people invested in it and stuff. I know that if you don't succeed at this or whatever at times, and that will be negative. So you're going to definitely succeed, but I might need to make my roll and mess with your head a little bit before you right. succeed. Yes. <laughs> so Marsha, what's your experience with like uh, dice rolling and perhaps cheating at dice, either seeing people do it or seeing game masters and such? So Usually I'm like a player. And so depending on the kind of game, I either like won't cheat at all, especially for kind of more like free form or like sandbox games where it's like, it's fun to like fuck up and like right. get us in trouble. <laughs> yep. But um, I've played sometimes in more like story games where it's like, if you roll bad and the game master is just kind of shit, 
then it just becomes like, oh, your character is just like messes up, but there's nothing for you to do because the game master has like one solution for you. And so at that point, it's like, well, if I don't succeed, then I have to put up with this thing for longer. So I'm going to say right. that I rolled right and then get yeah. out this faster. As no. far as like a, being a referee, um, I roll in secret just so that way, like my person has to see it. Like, it's kind of like, I don't like seeing like encounter rolls and stuff. Cause to me, it's like, I don't worry about it. You know, like, I don't yeah. want to like know what's going on behind the curtain. I just want to like hear what's going on. So that's the way I think of it as far as like running it myself. No, that, that makes sense because you're here to enjoy the game, not to, you know, look over all the mechanics going on behind, behind the screen either. Right. So. Exactly. So what about I, DM screens can be useful for the information on them at times, but also I think a lot of times they're used to shelter, shield and hide those roles. I've used them in the past, but not often. I tend to find it's it's it, it has a barrier between me and the players and I'm just not thrilled with it being there. I'd rather just have everybody in front of me interacting with them. No, same. Yeah, that's true. I guess the uh, the benefits I found with the DM screen is, so for example, if you're tracking like monster hit points on how much they have left, it, had, it hides that piece. Because yeah. I have players try to sneak and see, oh, how many hit points does this monster have left? And how close are we to defeating it? Which is, which is you know, as Marsha mentioned earlier, we want them to experience the game, not just look at the mechanics of, oh, he has three hit points left. Okay, I'll save that fireball. I was preparing to cast at it for another <laughs> big baddie, right? So I find that at least for some information, it's better to hide. But I do agree, you don't want to cut yourself off from the players either. You know, I mean, there's no problem with using a DM screen and having that there. But I just personally am not thrilled with it being there. I find it as a barrier. I think digital playing, like having the computer is a barrier too. I still do it. <laughs> it is. I mean, just because of uh, when we're playing with people from physically different areas, states, <laughs> and locations. So. Yeah, when I play online, though, it's it's like nobody can see the dice. We're gonna, I'm rolling at my desk, and like sometimes we can have a camera on it, but I found there was a pain in the butt to try to get the camera down there to look at what I just rolled, and I was breaking my camera half the time trying to show it off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Having all this time setting it back up. I guess so, you could roll like a digital roller with like Roll20 or some yeah. other game where it's, where it's publicly rolled for you on the part of the game. There is that, and that's useful for everybody. If you have problems with people who are maybe not being fully, I guess, honest with their roles, you might need to do that. I don't think we've had a problem like that. I will say that I there's something about actually rolling the physical dice. Yeah, that's a big part of the game. For exactly, me. Like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the satisfaction of having a physical dice cup or dice. <laughs> I have a friend who uses like exclusively um, like Discord's dice spot where like you just type in a command and it, like it right. outputs like a number, but it's so boring to me because it's like, no, I want to like roll the physical thing and like yeah. hear that. And, uh, exactly. It's much nicer to me. When you get that, when you get that moment, like we, we had, I remember the first or second session we did back from like playing for COVID we uh we had an instance where Jaina, she was, I, I can't remember what it was that was going on, but she was fighting a vampire or something in rifts. I said, you're going to have to roll a 20. To be able to defeat the vampire? In order to be able to do what, you know, to succeed at this. Like, I want you to know it's, it's not easy. She's like, I'm going to try. And she pulled out that die and rolled. And 
there as everybody is around the table looking and seeing that die come up that 20 at that moment the like response the excitement like like just the the mood at the table was totally <laughs> different than anything if it's hidden or if it was online and I, i'm i'm oh well i got it when we're all looking when we're all waiting and we all see it this is a lot different than being having somebody deliver the message that it occurred absolutely <laughs> there's so much like theater i feel like and like physical like elements to like dice with like cards or whatever like little miniatures where it's like it's not functional but it's fun it's like yeah. very like theatrical it's dramatic yeah it definitely is it, it, it's looking at like i like looking at people's dice as they're rolling to see if they especially if we're sitting here fighting old monster or whatever right. some horrible thing and i'm like oh are we gonna make it i i i'm rooting for my team my player party i'm watching as they're rolling i'm getting into it so uh, back to cheating, though, <laughs> the DM cheating and I think the players cheating might be slightly different. It seems that a DM's cheat tends to be a little more accepted in gaming. Well, I, I guess you and I, when we DM cheat, it's usually in the more in favor of the player, probably. <laughs> That's kind of why I say that, because usually it's to try to help the it's players. It's usually to help out. the players, not to hurt the players. <laughs> but the, I guess it could go the other way. I've i've not had a lot of that i haven't done too much of that either i mean i guess that goes back to one of our earlier episodes about dm is god rules <laughs> number zero so yeah. i guess it's a it's a dm's call if they're gonna cheat the roles to, to hurt the player too i guess yeah I, I mean if they're cheating the roles to hurt the player that's probably one of those things of like we're going to go back to like what are the best practices for games what are our role rules or um, not rules what are the, uh, the the proper roles we would have as a DM and stuff like that? What are our goals and stuff like that? And and like we had mentioned in that episode, the look at the best practices in the front of Cairn is a good place to start looking about how to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. so I'm trying to think of one instance where I would cheat the roles maybe against a player. So, you know, let's say you roll Wandering Monsters. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, roll, I'm going to make it up a 1d10 for a number of goblins that show up. Let's say you have a party of like five players and you roll one and one goblin shows up i might fudge that and be like okay (laughs) let's make it four goblins to make it a little bit challenging not like just one goblin shows up and then you know they're just gonna crush crush that poor goblin right maybe i'll make it a four or five goblins to make it a little bit more interesting for the party so i can okay yeah yeah fudging that that way because it's like okay it's one goblin oh it's a poor scout you know you know logar's just gonna come up and smack it once and it's you know done <laughs> yeah i've done that sort of thing yeah that right. is i guess against the, but i feel that that's kind of for the player because like the one goblin isn't all that challenging yeah, the one goblin is all that challenging right but you're not going to be like oh i'm gonna fight your road and make it like 50 goblins like a battalion of goblins you're not gonna do that obviously but i like it being like one goblin because like to me my response to that wouldn't be like i want to fight the one like last goblin like Maybe the goblin's cool. Maybe the goblin's like chill. We can like talk to the goblin. That's the way uh, I see it because to me, it's like, no, this is like now a character. This one standalone goblin is now like a personality. So like a faceless, like in a crowd. Like, no, this is like the goblin in the hallway. The goblin stands there and like, I want to talk to this goblin. You see, that's why we need you in, more in our games because that happened in <laughs> one of our other games where we like invaded some underground area. I think. Logar, you remember this one, and then we like ended up with like one kobold that was left. And I think Sherry be- befriended that kobold or something like that. 
I think I do. Yeah, that sounds about uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I agree with you, Marsha. You're right. We can take it in a different direction versus you know just crushing this poor lost goblin scout, whatever it is, and make friends with it. <laughs> right. I think I've already used goblins over the decades. <laughs> I've been doing Goblin Light here lately in the CNC campaign, but we have cats now. <gasps> the, the cats in this world that they created are are uh, are, are pretty much cat size, but they're like anthropomorphic. They stand upright and wear little clothes and and talk. And <laughs> oh so my cute. god! <laughs> so cats in this world have kind of replaced the goblins. Oh my god, that's so cute. But I would never fight cats. I'd be like, all of you, come join our party. <laughs> Absolutely. But some of the cats would definitely start trouble because because they're cats. Oh, yeah, they're cats. But that's part of the fun. You know, who knows what they're going to do? <laughs> so so we've, I've been having fun playing. And all I did for this campaign is reskin goblins to be cats. Like, it's just the goblin stat blocks I'm using. I'm just changing the way I'm playing them a little bit and describing them. And they're just cats, but they're really just goblins. <laughs> So are they like wearing helmets and carrying spears and stuff? Well, I mean, it depends on the cat, you know, just like any other uh, sentient being, you know, what are you going to pick up and wear? Some of them are more brigands. Some of them are not. Some of them are alley cats. Some of them are house cats. I was like, this is going to be like, <laughs> uh, be like cat from Red Dwarf, you know, be all fancy and stuff. Fish. I love Fish. <laughs> fish, fish, fish. I love that show and I love cat. Yeah, it cat's cracks awesome. me up. He is so vain. It's funny. <laughs> so, so, so Marsha, Red Dwarf is an old BBC TV show. It was also a book, two book series before it became oh. a, was the books before or after the, the BBC series. I, I forget, but it's, I'm not familiar with the books. I'm only familiar with the show. I have the I, I have two of the I have the two books and I'm also familiar really? with I'm going to have too. to read those. I, I've, I've been watching that show for, I've loved that show a little too much. And I watch it quite a bit and they're still making this. Well, they least until about a couple of years ago, they just made that movie. Yeah. But anyways, we went way off trail. We're talking about dice cheating. We got on <laughs> the cats and red dwarf now. <laughs> I have one more thing. I like actually two more things. I also like the idea of replacing goblins with monkeys. Oh, monkeys. To me, it's like, you also want to fight monkeys. The monkeys are also cute. And let me tell you, they're not. Go on. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because I was gonna say the other thing was that um they have these cat creatures called necoblins and Ryotama. It's like a pun of like neko and goblin. I think so. It's a Japanese cat goblin. <laughs> yes. And so I thought that was cute. I, I can tell you that monkeys are vicious sometimes. Really? They are. They can be really nasty. And that's one of the things they say when you're when you're in the when when I was in the Marines is when you go to Okinawa, you gotta watch out for the monkeys. You can't go out PTing in some some of the areas alone, like running and stuff, because they will they will mess you up real bad. Like steer oh, stuff or beat you up. Tons of stories about folks. I'm gonna go for a run and they come back bloody bruised, running for their lives from monkeys that would gang up on them while they're out there running so you learn quick don't go running alone stick with the platoon oh my god monkeys will mess you up so yeah that's what they say in the marines at least that's the, what everybody 
everybody talks about. I've heard quite a few monkeys messing people up in Okinawa stories. <laughs> so goblins are less, or sorry, monkeys are less goblins and more like orcs then. They'll just like totally like wreck your shit. I guess they get they get pretty aggressive with people is wow. what I, from what I understand. And again, that's just from what the stories I've heard in the Marines of people like running and doing PT around monkeys. <laughs> so completely sidetracked. We're talking about dice cheating. We made it to cats, anthropomorphic cats, monkeys, mess, monkeys beating up Marines, everything <laughs> else. Uh, I think we're coming up on time. Marsha, would you like to tell folks where they can find you on the internet? Uh, yes, you can find me at Traverse Fantasy on Twitter or TraverseFantasy.blogspot.com. I was confused I was going with Blogspot Twitter that time. What is the last thing you just said? <laughs> I oh, it. I was confused if I was going to say block oh. Twitter when I was talking. So I was like, okay, it's come out of my mouth next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was confused when you said that. I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, uh, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We can really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Don't use any of those loaded dice.